take me back to your high school where you're the star quarterback and you're playing every position on the team. What's the the great memory you have? Did you win the state championship, city champion with a throw, a touchdown? What happened? I, I wish I could say that. <laughs> but, um, for, the, <laughs> for the time, you know, back back then, mm-hmm. um, we got an opportunity to play on national TV against De La Salle. Mm. So that was our highlight. Unfortunately, we got beat. But just like in anything, you you learn from from sports. I mean, I think that's one of the greatest lessons I learned from from football was meeting other people, having to work with other people. And I think that's one of the, the strengths I have because, you know, having to play different positions and having to encourage people. You mentioned the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Like earlier, that is such a beautiful scene to watch somebody make the people around him better. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what sports is all about. Mm-hmm. And to see him crying. He could not control Absolutely. the crying. That crying comes from battling back from injury from people like you who got him back into the game. I want to know where this all comes from in you. So we got to go further than your dad, the Pepsi truck driver, and your mom, <laughs> the medical secretary. How about your grandparents? Well, my, my grandmother on my dad's side uh, was a very interesting woman. She owned her own uh, bait and tackle business. Um, <laughs> in San Francisco back in the day, and my a mom, woman owning my a bait and tackle shop—that's amazing. That's How did that happen? Yeah. You know, um, she moved from Michigan to San Francisco, and she was a very strong woman, and <laughs> she just she made it happen. <laughs> did she? When your game was on national television, that you lost which is only your humble nature would even say that. And for you not admitting that there was any glorified great play also speaks to how beautiful a person you are. But I just want to know where this this compassion, this empathy that you have, which allows you to tap into people secretly in this invisible pattern, like where did it come from? So maybe your grandma, what about your grandparents, uh, your, your grandpa? I mean, let's go, I need to go deep here. You know, it's funny. My grandpa on my mom's side, her dad, he uh, ran the bookkeeping for Taka Airlines, which was the airline that serviced uh, El Salvador. That's where my mom is from. So, you know, I unfortunately didn't get to meet him. But I think the answer to your question really lies within my parents. Mm. Um, My dad made a decision to coach my brother and I in multiple sports. Mm. And I think the passion that he brought, the he, he left a legacy. All of my friends still to this day always ask about my dad. Wow. Hey, you know, your dad coached me and this and that. And I think when you talk about a legacy to leave, that's sort of how I approach seeing patients is I want to leave a legacy of being that person to, you know, help someone to to be the person that can get them back to whatever they enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's sort of how I approach things. Hmm. When they walk in the room for the first time and you meet the patient, take, take us through what your eyes are seeing as you size them up. You see they're wearing sneakers versus shoes. They're wearing shorts versus long pants. Their posture. Teach us a little bit, Martin, about body language. Well, I think it starts from, you know, the moment I walk up to introduce myself, how are they sitting in the chair or are they standing? Um, like you mentioned, are they wearing flip-flops because we're in Hermosa Beach now or 
tennis shoes and are they are any of those things are they supportive are they not um how protective are they like as we walk back to one of the treatment rooms all of those clues are in my mind going okay we got to check that we got to check this Let, let's see where all of this leads because someone may be there to see me for a knee problem but how their foot is striking the ground every time they walk could be a huge indicator why the knee pain is there. So it's it's looking at their posture. Are they, you know, more of an introvert? So I need to dial down how I talk. Or are they more of an extrovert? Then we can, you know, joke around and have a little more fun. It's all picking up those clues as you spend time with somebody. And then it's important, the questions that you're asking them, Mm. you know, what do they want to get back to doing? So for some people, it's, I just want to be able to walk with my wife or with my husband, you know, down to the pier. Okay, well, then let's make these exercises or these things that we're doing in therapy relevant to that desire. Or, you know, people want to go back to gardening or the new thing right now for a lot of people is, I want to learn how to play pickleball. Well, then when we're creating exercises to help you recover, I want to make it more relevant towards that pickleball game and, you know, encouraging them to to return back to the sport. Hmm. You're, I love this question. When they ask Kobe Bryant, you know, Kobe, at 40 years old, what would you tell Kobe Bryant, who was 17, if you could go back, what would you tell you, yourself when you was, you know, now at 40, the 17-year-old Kobe Bryant? I'm going to ask you that question. If you were to go back in your beautiful career to the beginning, what what have you learned? What would you tell the the rookie therapist, physical therapist, Martin, that you now know? 